0: Good morning and welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and today I'm, I'm in the offices of Brian Croker. He's the president of Little Rock Printing here in Inglewood, well, just outside of Inglewood. Brian, I'm going to let you to ask you to introduce yourself and then really what got you started in the printing business.
1: Sure. So uh, my name is Brian Croker, uh, pr- uh, like you said, Little Rock Printing. Uh, I'm a second generation business owner, so the business was started by My father in '94. Nice. Um, um, uh, Quick story on how it got started. I think it's a really uh, good entrepreneurial story. Right. Um, So he was similar times to now. 1994 wasn't very good economic times in Calgary.
0: Just got over the recession. '91,
1: '92. That's right. So uh, I think, and then the cuts from the provincial government were '93, '94. I think think a very similar era. (laughs) You're probably right. Yeah. So um, my dad was a. He worked at a engineering consultant firm. Right. He was a draftsman and did admin and they had just merged with another company and it became clear he was going to become redundant. So uh, seeing that he was going to be uh, laid off, he proposed to them that um, how about I just stay on and you only pay me for chargeable hours at, at my cost. Wow. You know, he so he making... had
0: some real entrepreneurial spirit there. So Thank was,
1: you. Yeah. So he was like 15 whatever, fifteen bucks an hour as a draftsman, 94. Yeah. Yep. If I only have one hour a day, um, you only pay me for the same rate times an hour. But in exchange, I can use this desk and I can sell drafting services to other nice. people. Nice, nice. Around that same time, um, uh, part of the drafting job was getting um, prints done for drafting, so colored prints. And back then, you would go to uh, some of the big players, were like Riley's and West Canadian.
0: Oh, I remember, and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it would take uh, you know a couple days and a couple dollars to get an eleven by seventeen print out of a draft, right? which is massive. Eleven yeah. by seventeen, or, or is that, no, no, no wait, just no, a sorry. standard report print. Okay, like, yeah. yeah. But it would take Full take would... It was super expensive, and it. So he had, because he had been sitting in the admin role at Golder, uh, he knew what, the, you know.
0: Golder Associates. I mean, Gold, just to, that, I know, I yes. remember Golder yes. Associates.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Golder Associates, he proposed to his boss then um, that uh, we, we, we have to get a photocopier in the building because we're just printing all the time.
0: <laughs> Photocopies, my gosh.
1: And because they just gone through all these cuts, they said we can't do it. And, um the true story is one day he he said out of frustration well why don't I just fucking get one then yeah sorry swear for swearing but uh, that's exactly <laughs> what he said well let it that one out um, yeah sure sorry and they uh and they uh, the guy said go for it and he said, and he thought about it for a day or two and he said so if I lease the photocopier you'll pay me what you're paying them and I can sell you photocopies so he, they said, yeah, go for it. So he, he leased a, uh, an eight page a minute Xerox machine. Yeah, put it beside his drafting desk and started selling himself photocopies.
0: Unbelievable! So just that, what an origin story. So literally from those yeah. those beginnings. And I, for the benefit of the listeners, I'm very disappointed that Brian's got a little office. Well, actually, it's a thriving office, and I'm going to say thriving because I walked in there and i 'm say, what an atmosphere! It was a printing printing shop right on Ninth Avenue in Inglewood. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be a great place to podcast. So he's dumped me in his little office for, you know, just for you all know that. But Brian, thank you for that. Um Really, just to, So now you've been in for a while. Yeah. You took over from your dad. Is he still involved in the business? Yeah, but that's
1: still in the business. So the first 10 years, it was my mom and my dad, and they continued to sell photocopies kind of upstairs in the space, and that right. business model grew. Over that first 10 years, then Golder grew back up to about 800 people, and we started, they started printing a lot of reports for um, environmental application studies for pipelines and massive oil sand Right, right. So and he went back. And then we got our own space on the main floor, and we started basically the traditional model. Now we had uh, we a million dollar year business, right? Uh, at year ten, and ninety percent was from one customer. So uh, that's when I joined the business uh, post um, graduating from state, um, and uh, that, so that was year ten. So last fifteen years I've been here, and then we've evolved the business, Brilliant. a couple ups and flows, and. Um, uh, seven years ago, he handed me the reins. Uh, there's a little picture back there of him giving me the keys to the Look shop, and uh, I've been the president since 2012. You know, this
0: I, I just for for I, I just to benefit the listeners, but anybody, this is the Graph Canada was down the road, and I I've not been. In Calgary for lived in Calgary for over 18 years and I was just saying it to, to Brian a little earlier but the Graph Canada was there and anybody who's a hockey enthusiast would recognize the name would have known the name and they're not there anymore so no. you know you've you've tested the time last five to ten years Brian what have you seen uh, as the key drivers or changes in your business
1: yeah so we had a in 2014 we got hit with the um Uh, It was our first wave of the downturn, so um, uh, Golder was a big part of our story up until that point and that's when we lost our first, you know, we had all the photocopies in the building and they were laying off people, uh, you know. So you kind of had, you were linked to their office. They were still our biggest anchor customer uh, up until 2014 and uh, so the benefit is they kind of uh, took back that contract and we were forced, we actually got... That might have been in 2013, so we almost got a year start on when the rest of the business started to really get hit. Right, so we were kind of in survival mode right away, and one of the first things we started to do is we know we need to um, establish, we need to refind basically two million dollars a year in sales. Uh, We were doing about we were just under we were about four and a half million dollar year print shop at that time. Right. And we were going to lose. Uh, we wound up losing, going all the way back down to about three million in a matter of so, two years. Really, massive disruption—a disruption to your business. And we're not. Uh, we we knew we couldn't go find a couple large accounts, especially in a down economy, because they're yeah. going to be. Um, it's just not a good idea. So what we started doing is uh, we went back to square one, and uh, started to. Um, my first goal was: we want to find. If we're doing twenty grand a day, my first goal is: we got to find a hundred orders. It looks like our the rest of our orders look like they're about two hundred bucks. We got to find a hundred orders a day that are worth about two hundred dollars yes. in the marketplace to to refill the coffers. Right, um, and then that's what we started doing, and we started doing that through. Um, dab- I started dabbling um, in marketing uh, digital. We I've never been a good door knocking salesperson. I've never managed salespeople right. very right. well. So. Uh started doing things like um you know, Google AdWords and Facebook and because so, you grew like
0: up if you took your dad's business when your dad had it, yeah. it was old school, run the print, run uh, probably direct mail or whatever, and you're you kind of came up in a digital age.
1: So uh, the one the benefit we always had, we never really did we never had presses. So we've always been photocopier type business. Oh, yeah, so yeah, okay, even a okay, okay. photocopier. Yeah. So we kinda of grew a print business, um, unintentionally because we were printing reports and stuff like right. that so we've right. always been on like a, a Xerox or a Ricoh or a Canon platform so we kind of developed a different way to do we didn't so now that we are a commercial printer we kind of and digital print equipment is right. is the the primary equipment we've only ever had that so we kind of we, we kind of grew up in that technology base, which right. for us has worked out well because that technology base is the core driver for the industry.
0: So you, I mean, just for me, for my naivety, because I would have sought PDFs, and I'm just giving, this is yep. PDFs and digital, everything's going online, printing business is dead. Yep. And to, I'll let you answer that in a second when I respond to that. But Adam Pekarski, we were talking, He was he's a recruiter here in Calgary, and he, he, his, his comment was, because I was talking about LinkedIn and recruiting, he goes, yeah. in 19, whatever it was, when it was becoming really popular in the early 2000s, he met with somebody who was an age in the business. He says, the old Rolodex. And he goes, LinkedIn's coming, we're going to be dead. And then Adam turned to him, this is what he told me, he says, I turned to him and said, no, you're going to be dead, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And so it just reminds exactly that. PDFs, digital printing, and you're thriving. And I'm, I'm sorry, but you are thr- From my limited view, you're thriving. Was a-
1: yeah. So I think print, I think throwaway printing is dead. So uh we use a term, uh, we've tried to tag We Print What Matters because I think printing is dead in terms of on a downtown level. Uh, there's no longer somebody coming down and printing 40 copies of a PowerPoint deck yeah. for a meeting so everybody can recycle it that that's a throwaway printing college course guides um online yeah uh, you know i want to sign up for ufc they mail you a catalog yeah they, they don't that's throwaway printing the phone books gone. the big Annual yellow reports uh everything right um mass so throwaway printing is dead so the old um i don't care what it looks like my boss just needed it done yeah. that printing is gone but what's not gone is um uh, uh in our industry I I think the the true competition to print printing is bigger than I think almost um, like who doesn't print right whether you need a banner stand or a tablecloth or there's some sort of print product right Um, right. but but if you are printing it we always use the analogy um, that like even me I'll go to meetings about business cards even as a printer because I forget but I don't really like I could just we could both pull out our phone I could text you my number we don't actually physically need it any, anymore, That's so right. if I do bring it, I really want it. So The, the demands for printing have gone to a higher quality level uh, because at the end of the day, um, we use the example, um, let's say you had a side business and you're selling something at like a, um, a flea market or craft yep. store, you're yep. making blankets. You could literally go there with your blankets and a stripe reader <laughs> and take payments and sell them. Yep. But it would be better... If nice to you hear you're
0: talking with Stripe, because Stripe is one of the, the yeah, huge global... Yeah, Shopify,
1: Stripe, whatever. Yeah. You could literally go do that. Rent a 10 by 10 bring your product, and you're set. But it would be better if you had a tablecloth and a banner stand and some business cards. Sure. Club, which is where the... the marketing
0: business, side of it are the... Yeah. They're better course, looking... Yeah, we
1: might sell more. We more follow-up sales. People might find your website, et cetera. So... We're trying to cater to, uh, much like a Vistaprint has grown from obscurity and, and not existing in the early 2000s to yeah. over, I think they're over $20 billion a year now. Um, wow. And they're a Calgary-based? Vistaprint? Vistaprint? Yeah. No, they're a massive global. Okay. Uh, I, that's where most print go I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's, basically, it's an online print vendor, uh, global print vendor, yeah. um, and smaller average order. And the, the true model, the true competition amongst print companies now is the alternative of just not doing it. So, right. so let's say you wanted a banner stand for some reason and I, you send in a file and I say this file is no good. You right. go back to your office yeah. and you don't call another print company and go, team, we're not going to have a banner stand for Friday. The file was no good. We're in such a rush, whatever. So living in a, in a world where the alternative is just to not do it because, because of digital. Yeah. There's alternatives that there's like, well, people won't know who we are. Well, yeah, we will be fine. We'll just put up, uh, we'll bring the computer monitor and put our website up. Sure. So because there's alternatives digitally, uh, the print is, is optional, I guess. So, so when something's optional, it only gets ordered when it's wanted. So that's, that's where we talk about the throwaway printing we think is gone. Yeah,
0: like a Sears, ca- I mean, I grew up with Sears catalogs yeah. and, and the yellow pages and the white pages and the stacks. You know, I, I, literally that, that's gone, but it's kind of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was at a, we were at a presentation at Western Canada the other night. Yeah. It was for the IB Interna- International Baccalaureate for my daughter, going in from grade 9 to grade 10. Yeah. And nice brochures. So it's same information online. We went to another school, St. Mary's, and it was just a one-on-one discussion and a little pamphlet. Yeah. Big difference. Bigger school. Obviously, they have a little bit of a budget, and they're promoting. That kind of can stick with me as a promoting tool. They had, I mean, yeah. I, I shouldn't, to fairness of St. Mary's, they had also a brochure as well. Yeah. But that... You know, you come there and you f- this whole feel, and, and 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 then you go away with something in your hand.
1: It makes it better, right? It's like you can sell a house without brochures, isn't it? But if, if you get there and there's like a nice catalog with photos of the property, sure, you might take it, you might clutch it, and you might take it home, and it might be if that's the only house, maybe it it um, a what makes that realtor look like he's um, he's put more effort in, and sure. you, you might use him for your business so that that's a value add, and it may leave you a tangible result of like remember this house. You know, like there's a photo. That's right, that's so, right. So it can enhance the experience, which is why it's still so common. Uh, but it's not, um, well, how are we going to do a PowerPoint presentation if we don't have a hard copy for everybody to look at? Like, that's gone.
0: How do you reconcile? Let's go back to your the point what you made about the that doesn't match. Because in today's digital, literally, some of the software out there, they say, whatever your system running, we'll pick it up. What, in other words, API, they use the API. And it's a techie. I, I'm not a tech guy. Sure. But they'll say, it's basically, if you go into your your bank, you've got a CIBC app, mm-hmm. and you're making a payment to Nmax. Mm-hmm. That's the two APIs are talking. Mm-hmm. Your bank's talking with the Nmax or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. So, you've got a PDF, whatever the file, JPEG or GIF, P- yeah, yeah. and it doesn't. You can't pick it up. I mean, literally, you don't want that to go away, because you're gonna have a lot of people like that. They got old, sort of whatever is. I want this printed. You know, Brian, can you help me out? Mm-hmm. Do you reconcile that? and Just give it up and say, oh, we're not gonna get that. It just is, do it just in case.
1: No, we look at it as an opportunity. So, um, like, the, the big thing that's changed in the commodity space, like, where we think, where we evaluate, where our business has grown is the challenge of building a file when you have no budget. Like right. When you had to buy Adobe Creative Suite and you had to buy <laughs> it for $800. Yeah. and And then... Well, then you would just pay some designer two hundred dollars an hour because this is this is so far from me being able to handle and teach myself. Right. So now with the the emergence of digital technologies in graphic design, so like a site like Canva where you can do you can design your own products and never, stuff like that.
0: Never heard, but that's cool.
1: Okay, so the more that those technologies eat away at the. Um, the issue between you needing something and me printing it is creating that PDF. Right. So that's an opportunity. The content the, con- the,
0: con- the, key, the content is king, I guess. Yeah. So it's- as
1: that becomes commoditized, yeah. so even if you look back to 94 when we started, the, the, it was hard to even just get a print on a Xerox machine. Right. So that has become commoditized and become more available. So uh, that's why that maybe graphic design rates go down because you can do it yourself for free. That's right. So, But that's for right. us, that just needs that um, commodity to exist.
0: The friction, is there's no friction yeah. for me creating something, so really I don't need, I'm just saying yeah. sim- sim- uh, simplifying this, but I don't need you because the frictions, there's no friction for me to create it, and that $800 for the Adobe thing, yeah, a lot of that's changed, I mean, yeah. just, so it's now f- either freemium, yeah. you can do the basic stuff, yeah. or you pay a little bit more.
1: Exactly, and so when we're in a model where we're finding average orders of $200, yeah. there's not room for $100 of graphic design charges and do it for tomorrow and do it really good. <laughs> so the faster that people can DIY, like the, the technology is only, advan- is only advancing um, our ability to turn over more smaller orders. So we look at it as an advantage because we are we play in that space of trying to hit um, smaller orders that maybe a um, uh, larger commercial press, like yeah. somebody with big steel, they, they don't want a $55 business card order. The
0: so there's the, the combination, I, I think, of tech, and I, again, you and I talked a little bit earlier about the print, newspaper print, and, and even the old school, it's still there. Mm-hmm. And I look at billboards, people are creative with the signboards, and with the mix, and I've heard this, you know, this this many times on social media, is to just find a balance. If it's too expensive, move to somewhere, you know, put more money into the social yeah. media side of advertising. And I know you mentioned you don't have your own marketing or specifically sales and marketing team. We
1: have but, a marketing team. We don't have any sales people. Right. Out, so out-balance promoting
0: outbound. Yeah, that's what you said. Sorry, I have to clarify. That's that. That's right. So the, the you know the, I'm looking at here, and just for the benefit of listeners, Brian's got a hard stock. Really cool. Uh, this is visual. Visually, it's attractive. And I'm going to want to keep that. And I'm not, no disrespect to your colleague. Yeah. It's flimsy. And a lot of cards are like, the flim- yeah. this is not so flimsy. Yeah. but There are many. And it's like it goes in your pay- pocket, it you can't stand up to that. It just crunches like a piece of paper. So who's, I mean, who's buying the so, 500 cards? Literally, start up today, you get 500 cards, stack them. I probably have yeah. in, in storage. Tons of cards.
1: So it's the same as signage, business cards—they fall in the same thing. It's your names and lights. So whether you are starting a new business out of um, necessity or passion, yeah, um, that first business card for your new idea or that new job is a is a very emotional purchase yep. or if it's uh if it represents you as like a realtor it, it's who you are like this this card represents who I am so the, the 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 advantage here is where you used to have to go to networking events and order I order 500 business cards every month and I dish out 40 at networking events yeah, yeah. that world's gone because you just like you talk 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 and then one guy at the meeting you're like <laughs> no this is a <laughs> solid conversation I'm gonna give you my card right yeah. so now you you've dropped your if you were spending forty bucks a month on business cards, now you can to, to just like yeah, yeah. volume. Now once every two years you can or, you put that budget to a super nice business card because when you are giving it out, it's a really high quality, important lead. So now you spend two hundred dollars on hundred business on hundred yeah. business cards versus <laughs> um, spending twenty dollars an order every month. You know so, where's I mean?
0: your rec- I mean, this is just for my own curiosity. Again, throwaway
1: printing. It all goes back to that. Throwaway printing yeah. is only for a purpose, generally. So, yeah. that's why there's.
0: Because visual, you said it. You said it. Visual. People work on the visual. I mean, I watch a Flames game, mm-hmm. and this is something that's different. The targeted TV watching, yeah. I, I pay attention to the commercials during hockey or football. That's because I'm a sports fan. But a lot of the commercials, I'm oh like, God, where do they come up with these commercials? And who's watching them? Mm-hmm. There's 500,000 channels. This is to me coming back to Calgary, and I'm thinking I'm watching. That still, people aren't getting like that. That visual is great, but there's visual on the the iPad, or sorry, the the Instagram, the Twitter. There's so much competition. I heard this the other day, from actually from the college, and I and from uh, David Allwright from from Bow Valley College. He said. You know, the competition? I said, what? The, the universities? He says, no, online. Mm-hmm. The competition's online. So, your competition is everyone who's putting that, the visuals out there, like the coffee cups or the, the, the print. Do you, you do, you do bottled this print? You don't print this stuff, it's more paper. Or do you do cards? Yeah, we
1: do that. So, what, what we do, is, so our business is, uh, uh, I agree with all that. Uh, But we're trying to capitalize on that. So what we're we're noticing, there's a reverse economies of scale happening in the world. So just if you take beer, for example, there used to be seven people that made beer, Yeah. right? So seven people ordered brewery labels, and uh, that's a massive contract. And they might even have their own plant for printing labels because they order so much. So now that there's 980, you know, microbreweries breweries in Alberta, it's reverse economies of scale. So now the same amount of beer, let's say, is being sold in Alberta... But now it's being sold by 150 people.
0: Fragmented distribution. Each
1: brewery things. wants to have a label that looks as good as maybe Molson or the Bat. Yeah. So where we fall in the market is now we're printing 100 labels for the guy down the street, Brilliant. 500 for that guy, 200 for that guy, as opposed to not being able to compete in the uh, 50 million label run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So, so trying to find even clothing, right? So maybe um, we wouldn't have printed clothing. Do you, sil- you do
0: silk screening all that? No, or
1: we don't do no. we don't do clothes. But the clothing industry, for example. I would never print clothing tags for um, counting oh, clients, right, 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 but right. if uh, if there's people doing a hundred grand a year in clothing sales, they want a clothing tag, right? right. So now they have a reverse. We have smaller segmented groups of people looking for the same quality of printing, and we try and hit that that lower Brilliant. tier of. Um, so the the issue we have there is we're more like a restaurant than a plant uh, pr- uh, production like. It, we have a lot of volume coming along like a menu right? you
0: have a menu and you pick from the menu or yeah,
1: and then demand and pressure because everybody wants it everybody wants it for Friday because it's like we put it on our website and uh, it, it has become because it's become more commoditized it becomes right. an entry level task for, for somebody so um, new person A or B or uh, the, uh, the somebody at the shop go find some banner stands and you, I know you just started last week, but this is simple. <laughs> I'm sure you could figure it out. So we get a lot of. Uh, well, what do you do? You go to your computer. You Google who does. Who, where do I do this? Right. right? And people are. Um, so that there's just we're we're, we're trying to identify how the world works and how how we can fit into that world and then um, try and make a profit. Like uh, and try and try and offer a good enough service because. We're not printing throwaway printing, so it's yeah. not gonna. We used to have people come down like, well, "I don't care, nobody's gonna read it. Just get it done so I can have it yeah. That's gone. It's like, no, I wanted forty recipe cards for my my Christmas party, right. and I want them to be splendid, right? Like I want gold on them. I want them to be amazing. I, you know, I really care about this, and I'll pay eighty dollars, right? Even for a small order because yes. because it's important. Or I'll get a hundred coasters for an event, custom printed. Yeah. So we can we can generate at a low. Obviously, just simple math is the smaller the volume, the higher the price per unit. Yep. Um, yep. But we just need to find enough similar orders for multiple. But you're
0: people. crazy. It sounds like when I'm listening to this, mm-hmm. there's a hundred. Hundred pieces for dinner, or a hundred for whatever it is invitations, yeah, wedding, and fun. that is that's a you're creating a um, a community where there's just an experience. That's the word I'm looking for, and it's experience. Yeah. And we had a dinner party, and and uh, a colleague they have pens, fountain pens, and yeah. sort of nostalgic, and people want to order the paper yeah. that matches. So they're ordering Chinese uh, from Japan, and they're sort of. Yeah really sophisticated paper and we were talking about well remember the old CVs or credit your resume and it was yeah. bonded and you didn't want to you didn't want to print it until you're ready to print so you yeah. used the throwaway yeah. before you got the bonded and I had this discussion with Adam Pekarski because you know, that, that paper was golden yeah. and now it, this this is also those hundred it's very personal the, the customer experience
1: because you didn't need it right you didn't need it so you wanted it so if you wanted it your demands go up however Everyone is still living in the same fast-paced world. So now you want something very nice yeah. and you need it very fast. Well, like the card.
0: Your card this card is quality. If I, you know, it's, it's solid. It, yeah. It's quality. And, it, and you're right. You want to keep that. I don't want to give it yeah. to anybody, just yeah. any, any guy off the street who wants to do a podcast. But literally that experience that you're creating, those, those are mem- memorable pieces that people sure. will keep. That, that'll be in a box Yeah, a memory the box is, there must
1: be some reason behind it now yeah. so uh, because there's absolutely I, you already have got here we've talked and we've met before you before you got before you got that business card yeah and we did it all through digital platforms yeah so now you're taking the business card for um, other things so I'm well, just it am not necessary for you to meet me you, I didn't need to meet you at a networking yeah. event yeah. hand that to you and then you put it in a Rolodex and then call me you know like the world is so it, it's an it's enhancement more, is yeah. what we're doing
0: so let you know to bring, bring it home or yeah. going for the next if i I always I sort of finish this off with what do you see Brian in in the printing business and maybe calgary sure. uh, there 's probably so many ways I can talk to you about this, but really the next two to three years, what do you see as key areas maybe one one thing that 's going to impact your business in the next two to three years
1: so um, i mean we're i 'm a born and raised Calgarian and uh, very and me and my wife and my other family that own this business, we're very proud Calgarians. So um, we, we know Calgarians are a resilient bunch. Uh And, right. uh, and uh, you know, we're going to come out of this. The, the thing with these times uh, in a printing industry where it's changing so rapidly, in right. the business world where it's changing so rapidly, and there's so much uncertainty of where our city's going and how we're going to get out of it, um, is just kind of managing the day and um, taking the... Uh, you have to have the mentality that you're either winning or learning, right? And that, right. that there's no losses. And you just like, you take your lumps and you take the lessons. Uh, and and learn just, from that. And then because those lessons are what's going to, uh, if it's a sports analogy, it's, well, nobody wants adversity when you're in it. But when you <laughs> once you're through it, you, yeah. you would never have traded it in because it teaches you where you're going to be. So right. um, these challenging times are what, if you know, if you can come out of it and um, and keep your wits about you and, and um, just... Enjoy the ride and know that you're these tough times are forming us as a yeah. city and a business and an industry. Then, uh, as long as we're willing to identify that, we always tell our team that um, let's assume everything we're doing is wrong every day, right? And I like like treat everything like a science experiment, and um. Okay, let's challenge everything. Everything is eventually as the president is my fault. So nobody has to wear it. Let's let's bring it good up the th- chain. Yeah, good. Let's let's tackle everything. If there's a better way to do anything, let's find 1% improvements. Let's continually just try to get better, not wear blame personally on problems, and really? just keep keep trying to evolve and uh, see if that gets us ahead.
0: I think that's a really entrepreneur. I mean from an entrepreneurial view, if I took that as as something that I'd be passionate about that's really i mean it goes from the origin story with your father mm-hmm. and you where you some of the innovation you talk about the throwaway you got that's a the, the 19 the 2004 or 2014 time there's some real disruptive points mm-hmm. and and then you know the hundred going from the 50,000 printed whatever the phone books yeah. or pages throw away to the hundred or yeah. the 80 oh. those are real entrepreneurial and you've had to be creative and it sounds like you still have to be going forward. Well, Brian, thank you for your time today. It's yeah. been a real pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, I'm you, sorry man. I didn't talk a lot about the the bull riding photo out there. And I really, for the benefit of the listeners, there's an iconic photo on the, on the wall. Literally, you, or the door. It's on your door. Is it on the door? Yeah, it's
1: our bathroom door. Yeah,
0: <laughs> on the bathroom. Door. But it's is it a fo- Is it a printed or is it a photo? Yeah,
1: so that's the kind of thing we would do. So it's a uh, vinyl wrap that we did in the science nice. shop and wrap a door. So. Again, we could have just put up a piece of tape that said men, but we want to make it better, right? (laughs) Well, thank you. Right, really. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank Thank you. you.